No time to prepare as usual. Coming at you live. Welcome to Grapplemania. This is yes, Jones, Sam Jones. Now nah, today is Flair Jones. Woo! And my other co-host today. Yo, how you doing, man? It's your boy Moot Three Sixteen. What's going on with you, bro? Nah, uh, we good. We good. We hyped today, man. Um, yesterday was the end of another two nighter. Seems like it's the theme now in quarantine and pro wrestling. Everything is two nights. Yes, sir. Shout out to New Japan because they did it first years ago. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nobody wanted me to that, though. But, yeah, we had the revival of the Great American Bash. NXT does it again. First is in your house. Now it's the Great American Bash. Now, before we continue about 2020 Great American Bash, Let's go into a little bit about the history of it. Uh, it was adopted by the great um, Crockett Promotions in the NWA in the 80s. I mean, one of the best main events ever from Great American Bash. Well, period. Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair, the cage. Asked about it, 1986. Yes, sir. Yes, one sir. Of the, one of the best matches ever. And, um, yeah, pretty much from there, it continued to be the summer's legacy. You had... Classic moments like um I think Lex Luger won the NWA championship in Great American Bash, if I'm not mistaken. And um also there, I mean, you had moments like the infamous um was it the bull rope match with Eddie Guerrero in Great American Bash? Uh was that when he did against um JBL? Yeah. I he, think uh, so. Yeah, the you know, cut himself too much, bleeding like a stuffed pig. Yeah, 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 I think that was. Yeah, let me go ahead and fact check myself. But um as usual, man, I mean AEW put on a solid show. We just wanna recap, you know, a few of it and then we give it our true rating from there. But before we continue, man, what does Great American Bash mean to you, brother? Man, you know, Anytime I hear that, you know, I just think of the legacy of Dusty Rhodes, man. For real, you know. And uh, that, that, that's all I pretty much got for that, man. Well, I stand, I, stand, I stand mistaken. It was a classic match between them, but it wasn't um, – it was Judgment Day when he took the chair shot, but it was the Texas bull rope match between JBL and Eddie Guerrero. Okay. That was a hell of a grueling match as well. That was that was a that was an underrated feud back in 04, by the way. Is that right? Yeah, JBL was a very underrated champion. For him to be a transitional champion, which is crazy because transitional champions don't last a year. He just <laughs> he he had a good run, man. Yeah, oh no, I give you that, man. I mean, even though he, he got threatened. I think he's the only champion that I know who got threatened with the Undertaker more than anybody. <laughs> Teddy Long? Yeah. One on one with the Undertaker. I'm telling you, man. You just earned yourself a handicap match with the Undertaker player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time, though. But uh, <laughs> let's get it in. Great American Bash. Let's go to night one that happened July 1st. A day before yours truly birthday. You yes. had a total of five matches. 
Most all of most of them was lengthy, you know, the shortest yeah. match was ten minutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, uh Rick Rick Jones, Rick Flair Jones, I'm sorry. Flair Jones, before you get oh before we dive in deep into this, right? I just wanna put out a disclaimer or you know, a quick notice. You know, the only reason we you know, we wanted to do it together. We didn't want to tease y'all with a part one, then wait the part two. We'd rather just give it all to you in one big bang, you know? So, you know, just sit back, strap in, you know, and shut up and listen. Back to you, Flair. All right. So, um, the first match we had on night one was um, uh, a fatal four-way elimination match for the number one contender for the NXT Women's Championship held by Los Dorados was in the main event later. He had um, Tegan Knotts, Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Mia Yim. My favorite. What did you think about that match? How did it go now? And what do you rank it? Man, you know, like we talked off air, man. Like, you know, you hit me, and I, after watching, you know, the American Bash, and even going back on the network watching previous NXT females matches, man, they really are underrated, man. And for me, through part one and part two of the uh, Great American Bash, the females, man, they really, you know, they are up there with my top match. One of one of the top matches where I get later on into that, but you know, they 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 came in strong. You know, it wasn't no squash match. You know, they started off strong. I was going. My favorite is me and Kim. I, I love you, New York. I mean, you say California, but you know, I get the New York vibes because she got the butters on and everything. But you know, it, it was great, man. I, I really have no complaints. But I get into that ranking system later. Yeah, um, the fatal four way elimination match. I mean, I think it served its purpose. I thought it was a little bit too long. It did have a few dry spots. Uh-huh. And I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, like I said, it was an opener. It served its purpose. So now let's give it a ranking. If this is your first time listening or you've been in the box for the past month, here's how we <laughs> rank matches. We don't do stars and shit because that is fake. Leave that to the Dave Melchers and his sheep of the world. Yeah, we real, buddy. So this is what we give you. We give you a fucking terrible, if it's terrible. We give you a I. We give you a good. And we give you a freaking awesome if it's amazing. So how do you rank this particular match, sir? I'm going to go good with this one. Even though, like you said, it ran a little long. It was good in my eyes, man. I enjoyed it. I'll give it an eye. Why? Just because it ran too long? I mean, it wasn't Reggie. It was a mid with a couple of C's in it. With no gas. I think, oh, like oh, I said. Oh, the first, like, it was some matches in it that was just, just some straight, some straight. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. It wasn't the worst. But it was the worst. It was the it was the worst of that night. I think. I don't know, man. It's the second worst of that night, maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I just thought they had draft spots between the uh, eliminations as well. Between yeah, the first, right. yeah, between the first and second elimination. And honestly, I thought the I thought me and Yim should have probably pulled that off or been one of at least one of the final two. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that, man. That, that just <clears throat> threw me off. Like, I, I feel like they doing her dirty. Yeah, I know they were trying to set up what to happen in night two, but still, I it it just seemed a little bit off for her elimination. 
Yeah. But um, that's what I give it. Though. I give it a high. You give it a good. That's in the history books in there forever, mm-hmm. man. Through the yeah. audio ways. All right, so this will be the next one. We got um, I like this dude, Timothy Thatcher, Thatch Can Wrestling. Is it safe to say he might be the next Chris Benoit? Maybe. I get a lot of them vibes from him. He already, oh, yeah. he already lost his teeth in the ring. <laughs> yeah, I got a little bit of that, man. You so, know, he kind of went, he was starting to go bonkers at the end with the submission and everything. But I'm, I'm going to let you take the lead with this one, man. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, just to ask you a question from a couple of weeks ago, I guess that was real. That riddle really did knock out his fucking teeth, right? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, so. Timmy, that been happened. That happened a, quite a few times in wrestling over the past few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other one notably is when Miz got his teeth knocked out by AJ. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, but you know the man, the creative Thatch Can Wrestling versus Oni Lorkin. What have you been, man? Oh man. But I mean, I mean, this is what you expected. A little bit of old school submission. Ground base. Let's get a lemon, pick it apart, make it look a little brutal with some technicality. And it's everything you wanted in this match. Solid match. Very solid match. I think the right man won. I thought it was a decent amount of time. And yeah. honestly, I think it shows it, it, it pushes stature, but it doesn't make Oni look the weakest. He didn't right. get squashed, but he got beat convincingly. You know what I mean? Right, I, I think it, it probably drawed out just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only fought, only fought though. I mean, it was eleven minutes, so it wasn't the longest match. But you think you think Thatcher should have squashed him? I think he did. I know you think he should have. He ain't really squashed him. It was a little back and forth, back and forth. Um. Well, no, not 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 entirely. No. Not, I, I I got them giving him a mid, of course, a mid card push. So I wouldn't do that like all that right away. Possibly, but what you got him as? I mean, what you got this match as? This was good. I like it. It was cool, man. Like you said, I think what it was for me, uh, getting them Benoit vibes, man. Getting them Wolverine vibes from him. It was good. I think it did its purpose. Mm-hmm. Too bad Matt Riddle gone. Because I, I feel like we get a proper ending to that, but it is what it is. Man, you, you never know, man. He might come back the way he's looking with WWE, man. Everybody yeah. bouncing back and forth. He might be gone, period, after all that shit been going on with him lately. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't know if it's true, though. I hope not. That's Vegas own right there. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, next. I mean, we have pretty much the parody match. Yeah, Rhea Ripley going a handicap match against um Aaliyah. I'm mad to call it that. And Robert Stone of the oh Robert Stone of the Robert Stone brand in the handicap match. If Rhea Ripley lost, she would have had become part of the Robert Stone brand. What mm-hmm. did you think of this match? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have no um ill intent against homosexuals or anything, but I have to steal this from uh Allen, David Allen Greer and Damon Wayne show, and I just got hit it with that. Hated it. <laughs> it I mean, I know it, it was a pretty match, you know, <laughs> but it, come on, it was a waste of time, man. 
They they could have done something better. It showed me one thing. It shows me that Robert Stone has actually a decent personality. I kind of like him as a manager. I think he's funny. He's He has some classic manager sales. But at the end of the day, they made him look very, very weak. And, I mean, it is what it is. It was set up for Rio Ripley to win. I think I need to start racing her time and just give her another title shot. Uh, I hate this baby face run, I think. It might be time to switch it up or do some tweener type shit. I appreciate her as a heel. Yeah, something. Yeah, it's time to switch it back up. But um, at the end of the day, yeah, I don't got nothing to say. Let's get right into it. It's a fucking terrible to me. What do you think? I'm with you. Freaking terrible. Yep. Next match. Next match. Next match. Uh, This was a strap match. As as you see, this man loves this match. You had uh, Dexter Loomis or Dexter Morgan, whatever you want to call him. (laughs) That crazy motherfucker versus Roderick Strong. The veteran. Mm-hmm. And I like the I like the storyline leading up to this with the whole Roger Strong was afraid of him afraid of him as he got thrown in the trunk during that match on TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was dope, but I mean the psychology was pretty good. And what can I say? I think they might have found the star in Dexter Luminous. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, man. But I'll let you take it away from there. Not not to be on the man nuts or anything. But I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Destin Lewis, man. You know, he, he's got that silent but deadly thing going on. He's like, he's like, all right, you you familiar with the, uh, what's the movie, yo? Kissing the Dragon with Jet Li? Yes. The uh the the hitman that had the blonde spiky hair that looked like Colonel Gal. Yeah, look the kind of vibes I'm getting from him, man. <laughs> you funny. You want to know the crazy thing about it? I literally just watched that last night. Because <laughs> it's on HBO. It's on HBO on the man. Right, right. And I literally just had this conversation with somebody like the other day, like how that was like one of Jet Li's better movies. Period. That might right. be his best movie on the love. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that is um, another part. <laughs> but uh, man, I, I really get like, I feel like it's like a reincarnation of like a mixture of Dan Severn and Brock Lesnar and all these other wrestlers. Man, this guy's a beast, man. He just got the whole serial killer thing going. Yeah, he definitely got the look, and I thought uh, Roger Strong did a great job for selling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Shout out to him for that, for making him look strong. And also get a little bit of offense in himself. Right, yeah, he definitely fought back, man. Because, you know, I wasn't sure if this was going to be a squash match or not, man. But Roderick Strong, man, he definitely done his thing, man. But I I, I like how they did the edit before his interest in particular with all of that. I'm starting to see that they they doing a good job with that and they take overs as far as the production Uh of certain matches. How they get those cutscenes to go straight into the interest. 
Right. Like how they did Gargano and um in your house and all of that. I think Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. I see what you're saying. That's dope. I, I feel you on that. Yeah, one. so I thought that was like good production with Roger Strong with that. Right. You know what I mean? Psyching himself up before the match. But mm-hmm. I mean the match was great. Uh I I have no complaints. I thought I thought it was a good. Yeah, I, I give it a good uh torn it between good and great. I'm going to go good, though. Definitely going to go good. It was a good. I can't give it all. So there ain't no classic. Alright. No. Um, and the main event, you had Lo Shirai versus Sasha Banks in company with Bailey. Yams. Yams. <laughs> Current cut Latina with the yams. Yeah, but no, nah, um, I thought it was a great match. I'm with you on that, man. I, shout out to Sasha Banks too, man. She she she, turned, she, she she showed her ass, man. She did her thing. She she turned it around for me. But I mean, like a lot of people have been saying lately, Lo Shirai is on the low, the best in the world right now. Like mm-hmm. she can do it all. She doesn't really bot. She usually clean in the ring. She could get technical. That moonsault is amazing. Like, yeah, Lo Shirai is killing it right now. But it was good to see Sasha Banks, like, back in her, like, old form. By the way, her interest is dope. Coming out with mm-hmm. the whip and all that. Like, only a boss can. That was dope. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this about the match. Uh, was you expecting uh, Oscar to make an appearance? Well, to get straight to the end, yeah, that's how pretty much the match ended with uh, Oscar coming out of nowhere and giving her the green miss. I mean, yeah. it just builds the storyline up between them because you know they're supposed to go at it at Extreme Rules for the Raw Championship, so yeah, that kind of you know, what I mean, build that up, but at the same time, that was a good little um surprise at the end with the miss mm-hmm. and the Japanese reunion, that was pretty cool. Yo, and you know, I just want to say really shout out to the Divas, man, because they they really are putting up a lot of great shows, man. Well, nah, they ain't Divas no more. That's why they doing great shows, because they no longer labeled as Divas. They women wrestlers, man. Excuse me. No, I mean, no disrespect. Yeah, leave that to pass with Brie Bella, man. Because, I mean, back because <laughs> in that Divas era, the only person who broke the bow really was Beth Phoenix. Michelle McCrew, they tried later on, but, yeah. Right. Beth Phoenix was the only one for a while. I hear that, man. But, yeah, um, the match was great, man. I liked it. It was solid. I like that. Best match of the night. Yeah, I like that sunset power bomb against the glass that Sasha did. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah. Um. And I think right now Sasha and Bailey can't do no wrong. No, no. They are taking advantage of this quarantine, man. They're the it. They're like the it. The it factor right now. But it's like with all of these, man, how would like people react if it was a crowd? Would they still be as love? Or would these some of these matches still be as good as it is with a crowd? I mean, 
we would never know. It's like we would never know that again. And the uncertainty, man, is killing me. Especially since mm-hmm. they operating all of this out of Florida. At night one, nobody wasn't required to wear masks at night one. And you see right. what happened between that week. All-time record spikes in Florida. Yeah, that was crazy, man. You know what I mean? So... I'm just, I'm scared. I'm scared for the company in general, but I mean, to wrap mm-hmm. this up, I thought this match was a good borderline awesome, but it was it was a very good match. Very solid ending. And mm-hmm. that was the reason why pretty much they won the ratings against AEW 91. Okay. I have to give it a great. My, my match is great, man. I, I just no. He gave it his own star. He gave it his own four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, man. Well, that's one of a. That's wait, great. That's not one of our. I thought great was one of our ranking systems. No, nah, we can. They, I, yeah, I guess a great in there. We can add great in there. Well, hey, people charge it to the mountains. Not my heart, man. It's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his high time. Oh man, <coughs> my bad. But yeah, that's um. Uh, so we give night one in uh, general. I thought night one was all right. Yeah, I mean the last two match. It was it. It's like the quality of matches was almost in order. I thought it started off good, got you to a little height, then it plateaued off in the middle, and then mm-hmm. and then the intensity was just raised at the end with the last two matches. Thought it was a good pace and everything. Uh, right. I really don't have much complaints. I mean, the Rhea Ripley match was a joke. Yeah, man, they wasted her time. Bro. Yeah, I think instead of doing it the week before, it'd have been cool to actually see the Keith Lee, uh, Finn Balor, and Roderick Strong triple threat. Or mm-hmm. you know that North American title triple threat. I thought it'd be cool to see that. I mean, Johnny Gargano, my bad. I said Roger Strong. Johnny Gargano, my bad. And uh, I, I think it'd be cool to see that. Right. Instead of having probably the real Ripley match. Mm-hmm. So now, oh, so I do got to make a correction, right? For uh, when we first started, we were talking about the great American Bash, the original. And we said uh, Dusty Rose versus Ric Flair. Yeah, I said 86, yeah. Oh, you said 86, okay. Excuse yeah. Me. Yeah. What about the first one in 85? Yeah. Uh, who was the main event the first one? In 85? Yeah. I'm glad you asked that question. People, now it's time for our daily trivia game. <laughs> you can't ask me that for trivia if I ask you that question. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and today's sponsor is brought to you by Download, the stage play by Tyler Curry. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, uh, you know, when 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 your grandmother boyfriend look at you more than he look at the grandma, it's a problem. Oh my god! Starring Tyler Curry. <clears throat> As your grandmama boyfriend. Grandmama boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he about to do his Eddie Murphy now. He gonna do both characters at the same time. 
Something like it. About time a deer get a man, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, if, if you act now, you know, he's offering free body oils that he used to oil up the uh, male actors. Hilarious. All right, man, what's the trivia question? Okay, Flair Jones. It's about to be a surprise for you today. What's up? Oh, surprise for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> we should see. In the first Great American Bash, 1985, Dusty Rhodes defeated this guy to for the NWA World Television Champion. Boy, Who did he defeat? Tyler Blanchett, <laughs> along with Baby Doll. Because you know how I remember? Because Tully Branson slapped the piss out of Baby Doll doing that. That is that would never fly today. That would never fly today. I never forget when I see that for the first time. Well, that was that was a little too easy, man. I'm gonna have to get better with these, man. But now, this is this is a full horseman question. Uh, it's yeah, that's why. Uh, well, let me let me just throw in another one, man. Let me see if you can get this. All right, let's. You want to keep it at eighty-five? I'm going to keep it in eighty-five. Okay. Jimmy Valiant defeated Paul Jones in what type of match? <laughs> the, the junkyard dog match. No, nah, it's the dog collar match, man. You a jabroni, man. <laughs> you a jabroni, man. Matter of fact, I give you a trivia question out of the Great American Bash. How about that? Okay. Now, in 1986, boom, 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 boom. In a steel cage match. Okay. Who were the participants in this tag team match? It See, was, first of all, I just it was right see. before the main event steel cage match between Rose and Flair. This was the first steel cage match of the night. First of all, I'm gonna just say you cheating, right? How? Because, man, you are more of a historian than me, right? I I give you one. No, 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 no. Because you know, I I just want to say this, man. It's the uh, I know some people, right? I'm in some wrestling groups, and they've been talking about this type of stuff. So you know, I know it was two tag team matches that night. I don't know which was steel cage, so I'm gonna just throw one out there. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna throw. I'm, I'm going with my gut, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with uh. Hold on, repeat your question. I just want to make sure I'm right, man. Nah, what's the answer? I'm going to go with, uh, what's the niggas' names, man? If it's two if it's two tag matches, I think one is better than the other. So I will go with the one that was better. I'm just going to give you that hit. No disrespect to the other one, because that's a classic, too. But this one would definitely be the better match as far as money. As far as money. As far as money? As far as money. Because we're gonna evolve this tag team, it's money. Um, 
don't know, man. Let's say freaking. Midnight X, no. Or is it Jumbo and this Midnight Express? Okay. Uh, Versus. Was it Arn Anderson and his and old Anderson? No, good guess though. You got the two matches mixed up. It was actually the Road Warriors versus the Midnight Express. The original Midnight Express version, by the way, with Bobby Eaton and Dennis Quarterly. Along oh, with along with Jim Cornette. Man, let me pull this up, man. Now the other one you was talking about was the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky and Robert versus the Minnesota Record Crew, which is Ole and R. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Okay, I got you. But I yeah. thought I was doing something, man. I, I thought I, even though that took a you, lot out of me. You, you had it, though. You had it. I, hey. Impressive. Hey, man. Shout out to, to some of these wrestling groups that be bull jive, but kind of teach you something on social media, man. Man, look. I would he say no disrespect. All disrespect included. Some of these wrestling groups, they, they get the no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Talk your trash. Talk your trash, man. No, no. We're going to keep it real, man. Talk look, your trash. Man, we got time. Fuck that. We're going to do night two tomorrow. Hey, so good. <laughs> some, of these, some of these wrestling groups, like these marks, these, I think I could run a company because they play SmackDown GM one time. Get the fuck out of here. Vince McMahon himself and everybody can't even get a million views. What the fuck think you and the mindsets you have can even make it out of the wrestling business a week running something? Somebody told me today on day mouth that Jungle Boy is a fucking star, ladies and gentlemen. Jungle Boy from AEW is a star. No disrespect. I think he's a hell of a jobber. But ain't nobody five two on my fucking list is ever gonna be a star. I'm sorry. Huh. I'm sorry. That's the case. Max Biddy was a fucking Max Biddy was a fucking star. He should have beat Takamichi Noku. He should have been the first fucking cruiserweight champ or light heavyweight champ. If that's the case, I don't know. It's 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 just crazy to me what some of these people say. Oh, let me tell you another one. Let me tell you another one. Remember this one in this group? It was a while ago when they was talking about um, Undertaker and Edge. And somebody had it there to say Taker couldn't even lace Edge's boots. Mm, say that again? But someone said that Taker couldn't even lace Edge's boots. That Edge I remember so that, yo. I remember that. I remember that. I think that's why I left that group. I remember that. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Did you but know, then they go and say, did you know, it took it's like seven years to find a personality. Yeah, I, I don't get it. But then they say, then they brought Jericho into the picture. No, they, how, no, no it's crazy. They talk about fucking Sexton Hardcastle. 
to be fucking better than yeah. the other thing. But continue. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, I, no, I just I remember I remember that post, man. But I, I can't recall. They they end up bringing Chris Jericho into that, saying that that Edge is better than Taker. And I forgot how they implemented Jericho. I don't know what they were saying that he's excuse me, that he's not better than Jericho or he is better than Jericho. I don't fully remember. But it was, it was some BS, man. Oh, it's just people just say some of the dumbest shit in these groups. And it just really pisses me off because people gotta realize it's not all about what type of flips and kicks and gymnastic shit you can do, because if that was the case. Gabby Douglas should have been in winning the gold medal. It should have been him. Mm-hmm. That's that's they that's what they want. They want to watch the Summer Olympics every day. They don't want to watch real wrestling. No. They don't want to be entertained. I don't know, man. It, 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 it's 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 terrible. Oh, and uh, let, me, let me say this, man. To to all you groups, please just stop finding random pictures of a group of wrestlers behind the stage or just chilling or whatever and stop asking what faction is this name it's faction it gets old okay whatever nobody cares and the people got showing pictures of they don't even wrestle no more it, it, it don't matter they're irrelevant I, I don't care man you gotta ask the dumbest stuff you gotta stay say the dumbest stuff I mean, it's a bunch of, excuse my language, a bunch of nut riders, man. Get off his dick, they day. Man, crazy. I'm sorry, excuse my language. Nah, you right? Hey, hey, I feel you. I look, I'm scrolling through wrestling groups now out of pure just curiosity. And off the break, as soon as I go to one, this is what I find. Mr. Fuji is in the Mount Rushmore of managers. Mr. Fuji is in the Mount Rushmore of managers. No disrespect, but Mr. Fuji is in the Mount Rushmore of managers. Mm. Let's talk about the Mount Rushmore of managers. Bobby the Brain Heat and Jim Cornette, them two are solidified. If you move anybody else, you're a fool. But you telling me people like Gary Hart is worse than Mr. Fuji? Jimmy Hart is worse than Mr. Fuji? I'm telling you, oh, Paul Heyman. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Fuji. Get the fuck out of it. Like, like, what the fuck do these people be thinking? I have no idea, man. Shit like this. Shit, shit like this. This Ted DiBiase was a better fucking manager than Mr. Hmm. Fuji. It ain't even doing that long. How about that? Pisses me off, man. Pisses me off. <clears throat> yeah, man. I don't. I don't get it, man. I mean, look, everybody tied to opinion. I ain't trying to, you say, ruin the Fifth First Amendment or anything. But this, in other countries, we they don't have that quality. Don't waste it with stupid ideas. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's a privilege to have freedom of speech. Use it wisely. Mm-hmm. It's it's I don't know. But let's get back to night two. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I had I had to vent for a little bit. 
These, you cool, man. These groups be killing me, man. Because it's like, it's absolutely like no logic in them at all. Exactly. And it's all about, yeah, your personal favorite. It's not about being truthful. Yeah, there's no, it's never facts in these. Like, nine and, times out of ten in these wrestling groups, I'm saying it's, it's nine times out of ten, it's all opinion. Every now and then, I rarely see facts, man, and it's sad. But it's not even like about the fans or anything like that, too. The problem is the biggest nut riders and the biggest dick lickers are the fucking wrestlers themselves. Huh. They, they fans of themselves. We know it's we know it's scripted. We know it's kayfabe involved. Sucks. It's all about if you make money or you don't. I don't give a fuck if you're the best in-ring worker of all time, if you got the most titles. Nigga, how much money you made? How many ashes you put in the seats? How much merch you sell? That's the real yeah. truth. Oh, man. People forget about that, that. At the end of the day, this is a business. Yeah. A business. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm i just like you. I was one of the people that be like, John Cena should have ran a company that long or anything. Who was, who was making more money than the motherfucker? Yeah. Who else was getting booked on fucking Regis and fucking Kelly? Oh no, Michael Strahan and Kelly now, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nigga is a beast with the uh what is Mega Wish? That's what I'm saying. All time record host. Like like who else was doing that? But they should put this Joe Smo and that Joe Smo. They can't even pass a drug test or <laughs> if they <laughs> <laughs> or as soon as they get they shot, they get hurt. Or, you know what I mean, they want to complain on Twitter about their position in the company like it's well-deserved, and they only put on, like, two classic matches in their life <laughs> because they the flavor of the month, like, and they think they earned they spot. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, they just need to go and, and do that white parent thing, man. Sit in the corner and take a time out, man. Just think about what you're doing. Don't get me wrong. Like I agree with some of the youngest, but like it's, it's almost like the Soldier Boy effect in a way. You know, Soldier Boy was like, "Yeah, you old niggas, y'all need to move out the way." It's the new generation and all of that. This is how I think today's wrestler thinks about the older generation before them, but they don't see it right in their face. Who is still getting the main events of WrestleMania? Give me seven figure paydays and all that. Why you busting your ass away from your family 300 days a year and can't even get half the money a year that they can get in one match? Right. Like, they still getting the call for a reason. It's because you're not stepping your game up and you're not being the star. Oh, it's the way they push me. They put me in a shitty position. I think everybody in the company is in a shitty position right now because they ain't getting the viewership or, you know what I mean, the, the expansion that they need, personally. Right. But the only people in charge of the expansion is the wrestlers themselves. Because you got to remember, once upon a time, in the, once upon a time before the golden era hit in the 80s, wrestling was going to go out of business again. Mm-hmm. But it took Hulkamania, running wild on everybody, being larger in life. And then next thing you know, they had the balls to do a WrestleMania. Voila. We still have wrestling today. But Mm -hmm. it it took for Hulk Hogan and his promos to get over. It took people like the Macho Man and Roddy Piper to be their larger-than-life selves to get over. Mm -hmm. 
I think these people today still got the same opportunity. I just don't. I just think they don't got the skills to do it. And I'm only talking about the the shit that matters, the mic skills, the promo abilities, and pretty much telling stories. Right. Because I said once before, and I said say it again. Today's wrestling, as far as in ring in ring ability and everything, is untouched. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Damn near every wrestler on every card in a major company is good in the ring. You have four hundred pounders doing moonsaults like it's nothing. Mm. Yeah. I done seen Keith Lee do swanton bombs, bro. Oh, Kevin Owens. <laughs> Kevin Owens doing swantons. Prettier than Jeff Hardy, actually. Shoot, man. Take it all the way back. Shoot. For, as far as I can remember, man. Bam, bam, bigelow. Yeah, but his moonsault was sloppy back then. Not compared to these dudes now. Like, these dudes, like, that, that's a normal move. That mm-hmm. used to be, like, only one or two people could do it back then. That's a basic move now. The, right. women, the women are killing it with everything now. Yeah, they are, man. It's a lot of women out there in ring can probably out-wrestle a lot of these men, even in the attitude there. I, I, hate, I hate to say it. But the quality of in-ring work is that great right now. But the reason why they're, they're not getting over it because they're bland as hell. All of them are the same. Mm-hmm. You close your eyes, you don't know who they are, this is your first time watching wrestling, every match is going to look the same. Every match is going to have their near finish. Every match is going to have their high spots. Every match is going to have a million super kicks. Mm. It's some variation of a power bomb. <laughs> Every everyone's are the same. And that's the problem. Right. It's not that they can't pull off great matches. It's just we don't care about the great matches they pull it off because we don't know about it. They don't put it on blast. They use their Twitter the bitch instead of promote. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry about that rant. That was a lengthy rant. I'll let nah, you know. man. Nah, man. Talk your trash, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. But no, nah, I mean, what you think about what I'm saying, though? Do you agree or disagree? Oh, I'm with you all the way, man. And not just because you're my cousin and we doing this together, man. I mean, with your perspective and all that, I learned a lot from your perspective, even from others, man. And, you know, once you break it down to me and all that, I, I get a full understanding of it. Like what you just did, man. And, you know, I agree with you. Well, yeah, in person, you know how I feel personally about a lot of these star talents anyway. <laughs> Can't call them all stars, but yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's. It used to be a standard to be a star. I don't know, yeah. man. You break Doik the Cloud in today's wrestling, Doik the Cloud is the biggest star today, period. Yeah. I'm talking about the original, Matt Boer. Doik yeah. the, the Cloud will be a star right now. He would be the Undertaker right now. That's how bad it is right now. And no disrespect to Matt Boer because he was a great character even then. Mm-hmm. But that's how much they lack characters and personalities in the day's wrestling. Right. And, and then when they have one, they either overdo the fuck out their gimmick or don't know how to use the gimmick correctly. I mean, they failed one man three different times. 
Like, I'm sorry, Bray Wyatt. They failed you as Bray Wyatt, the fiend, and <laughs> what's the other dude? What's the the other Bray Wyatt? The the host, the host of the Firefly Floodhouse. Oh, they, the 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 the. What do I call him? I call him the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. He's the the Doctor Jekyll, and then <laughs> of Bray Wyatt, the Doctor Jekyll side. But they roared three pushes with one man. And I see that they're bringing it back the cult, the cult leader, and I, I, and I, I really prefer that over the fame, and I hope it works, man. I, like, because I'm gonna tell you, the fame kind of looks like a ripoff of the of that clown from American Horror Story. I'll be honest, I thought the fame was phenomenal, like how everything was different from his moveset, set, the choice of music, and all that. But j- just like I just mentioned, it got overused early. Mm-hmm. And and they, they probably realized that and that's probably why they decided to go back to the cult leader because they don't know what to fucking do with him and they don't let him just give him creative control and let him rock I think that would be dope for you and, as and a, a lot of wrestlers back in the day had creative control and I don't know why that changed oh because these people are just happy to be there man they ain't, they ain't yes, man. for yeah, and then you got to remember the competition left too. Because back then, you ain't had to be a yes man. I could say no to you and go to the competition. There's no competition. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to AEW right now, but. It's true. It is what it is with that. I hopefully one day there'll be actual real competitors, but right now, no. But. Mm hmm. I don't know, man. It's 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 a it's a lot on the wrestlers. It's a lot on the wrestlers, but Bray Wyatt is one of the few occasions that the company does get it wrong. But a lot of it, I believe is on the wrestlers, and they and they believe in their own hype. Mm-hmm. But this this also does bring curiosity, though. What happened? What would you think if Twitter was around doing the attitude there? With all these personalities and all of that. Probably would have been awesome, man. I, it'd probably be screwed up. I, mean, I don't I don't know, man. I probably, it probably would have been. Okay, I'm going to say this, man. If we think people say wild stuff now out there, now it's like Boosie and 50 Cent, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It'd like, be crazy, man. Because now, you know what I mean? They play video games and all that. Back then, them niggas was on drugs. Yeah, them niggas going to have to take their phones. Somebody's going to have to take their phones. Yeah, man. that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> I, it, no, it, good I got mixed feelings about it. I'm going to be honest, man. How many people been <laughs> drunk talking shit? Oh, my God. Man, you probably see Shane, Shane McMahon on that don't text me stupid shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> and I can see like so many flagged tweets and stuff coming from DX, man. It would have been ridiculous. No, oh, my God. Just in general, man. Like everybody. Oh, my God. That'd have been crazy. But, um, yeah. I, we should just do night two tomorrow, man. I, the, they took a lot of energy out of me, man. These you sure, man? Yeah, man. See, you wrestling group, see what you did? 
Yeah, that's the good thing we had going, man. Yeah, man, it's 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 just crazy the things they say sometimes. It really okay. is. I got you, man. I got you. I got you, man. And you know, before we log off for tonight, man, I know this is on me. I'm gonna take full responsibility on this. We do have more King of the Ring updates coming your way, so please be patient and stay tuned. Part one and two of the King of the Ring is coming next. Of part one and two of part two is coming up, man. So just be patient, man. I'm trying my best to get everything out to y'all as soon as possible. As long as us, we like we we just discussed uh, our our favorite titles. You know, coming all you know just off the subject that um the USA title has just you know I'm sorry, excuse me, the US champion title has just got a new revamp look, man. And we, you know, shared our opinions on that, man. We got everything coming towards y'all, man. So, you know, just be patient, man. We're going to get everything going. I'm still new figuring this stuff out. So, it's, it's coming to you. Trust me, man. And I, I thank y'all. Yeah, it'd be worth the wait, man. Pretty mm-hmm. much. It'd be worth the wait. But signing off, man, it's Mr. Jones, a.k.a. Flair Jones. Woo! With my other calls. Yeah, your man, Mook316, man. Thank y'all again, you know. And if you don't want to be patient, man, you can kiss my ass, man, you jabroni. And, and Jungle Boy ain't no fucking star. <laughs> oh, everyone hear that again. And I'm sending it to this rest of the group. And I hope you know who you are. Jungle hey, man. Boy ain't no star. And tell them, uh, uh, and send it to the group with Mr. Fuji. On Mount Rushmore. Oh, Mount Rushmore managers, Mr. Fucking Fousey. Get the fuck out of here. And we out. And we out, man. Kiss our ass. Go give your grandmama some of that grapple mania strudel. Ha! Yeah. Peace out, man. Peace.